You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C. C, Senor. Dimly lit, roam deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And hey, everybody, you're back. Short week. But all that work you put off last Friday and you thought, eh, I'll worry about it when I get back. It's there in your, it's there in your drawer. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, those who made the ultimate sacrifice for the United States of America. On this day after Memorial Day. That's a good uh, general manager right there. Well, yeah, I've been thinking about it a lot over the weekend. Trying to think less about politics, less about what divides us, more about what unites us. Then I get back to the headlines and editorials and news stories of the day. And I think there's a tiny minority of us who are doing that over the weekend. But anyway, tip of the cap to those who did. How y'all doing? Big finish now, Michael. Come on. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was uh, looking over the news of the day and uh, find it very annoying. Annoyed by life, the Jack Armstrong story. Yeah, I heard that, brother. Man, oh man, I just, I can't believe how stupid the world is. Never mind the uh, ugly and brutal and the rest of it, just the dumbness of it. Hey. Sure got a, got a school district in the, the Chicago area where I grew up, which has announced we're going to grade everybody differently according to their race. Really? I want to hear more about that. Oh, it's just unbelievable. That's just a for instance. It's an interesting uh, idea. It's <laughs> one way to describe it. I watched some of the Richie Gervais Netflix special over the, uh, the little break there. Man, that guy is not concerned about offending anybody. 
no. I know that's he not a, a appears shock. to enjoy it thoroughly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's he's the opposite of concerned about offending people. He <laughs> yeah. can't wait. Yes. I don't think I don't think it makes the makes the family guy seem like I love Lucy, really. <laughs> uh yeah. That's an interesting idea, the whole, I'm going to see, I'm going to try to come up with what's the most offensive thing I can think of. And and then immediately mock the audience for being offended, <laughs> which is my favorite part of it. Yeah. <laughs> ah, so how does that work in practicality, of course, because you make the argument in uh, in a comedy special that it's comedy, and it, this matters to us and our job and, you know, practically any line of life. Um, he... he, he He's making political comments on a stage at a comedy venue. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's comedy. So you've got to be able to accept, accept comedy. But how about well, a slightly lesser version of it being, I don't know, irony or uh, just making a point? So how, are, how are things not cancelable if they're comedy? So far, things are cancelable, cancelable. As comedy, but we're trying to get away from things being cancelable as comedy. Well, I think his his point is more in going through the process of saying something offensive than pointing out that, hey, no, for instance, I didn't actually punch out a, what was he going to fight a toddler or something? Uh, physically, said, a physically disabled toddler. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> and he pointed out, look. I didn't actually do it. Nobody's fighting toddlers here. All right. Don't act like they are. He Not. said he actually said I didn't bring out a disabled toddler and start beating on him. You wouldn't like that. That's why I took it out of my act. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, oh my God. Uh, but yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. OK. But but he's trying to convince people of things. With comedy, if you're trying to convince people of things as a politician or a talk show host, you can get canceled for saying the same thing. That that's what I'm talking about. So if I have a joke at the end, you can say, "No, wait a second, it's just it's it's, it's a comedy bit." That first three minutes about the trans community or whatever, and uh, uh, it was a lead up to a comedy bit, so I can't be canceled. Right. Well, uh, you know, as a comedian, I think he's primarily concerned about comedy. Uh, it could certainly be extended to the way we react to things we don't like in general, you know, in yeah. politics or, or what have you. But, right. Well, that's what I mean for the rest of us. So can only comedians have these conversations? Well, no, certainly not. Uh, well, it seems that way right now. Well, and they can't either, which is his point. Nobody can. So, you know, he's just fighting in the neighborhood he finds himself in. So do you start with getting comedy back to where people can make jokes about things and then expand it to, uh, you know, uh, firing line type shows where people could throw out various opinions? Yeah, I actually think that's uh, okay. I kind of see where you're going now. I think that's an excellent idea, especially because comedy has long been, uh, has always been an area where you can... Uh, express things you might not even mean for the purposes of humor, and nobody sits there like an angry spinster schoolmarm and like and and castigates you for making a joke because it's obviously a joke, and humor's a little complicated. Um, but uh, yeah, people would tolerate it because they'd be okay for this for the purposes of humor, which gives you, I think, in general, a greater tolerance for. 
uh, ideas you're not entirely comfortable with, uh, ideas you disagree with, things that seem a little outrageous. You just think, okay, well, you know, I'm not harmed by him saying that. I'll be fine. As opposed to, you know, the other side of the coin, which is teaching uh, pathology, teaching us to react as though we're, we're outraged and horrified when we're really not. We'd be perfectly fine. Um, let's start the show officially. And then an interesting uh, news nugget. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Tuesday, May the 31st, last day, uh, the year 2022. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. You know, I've got a great example of what we were just talking about, but we are starting the show officially, and oh, if I were to divert into another topic right now, you can't imagine the paperwork. Here we go, at Mark. Costco has confirmed that despite inflation, they will not raise the price of their $1.50 hot dog and soda combination. Although it's a little concerning when the price of meat is going up, but Costco's like, not a problem. Uh... So, yeah, the good news, using my finger quotes, was uh, inflation didn't go up as much as it has been. I don't know. That's some pretty weak good news. I mean, uh, so maybe it maybe it's uh, nearing the top. But I mean, yeah, the rate of increase is slowing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the beatings will continue until morale improves. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Instead of hitting you ten times with a stick, we're going to hit you nine times with a stick. <laughs> nine no, it's six, not even yeah. that. We've been increasing the number of times we hit you with a stick by five every month. This mm-hmm. month, we're only going to increase it by three. That's, right. that's, that's a better analogy. Yeah, in essence, yeah. The rate of yeah. increase is, is slowed. So you're gonna, you're still, still, you're still gonna give me more beatings. Well, first I'm still getting a beating, and you're gonna mm-hmm. still give me more beatings in June, starting tomorrow, but not as right. many more as from May to June. Well, to be precise, yes, the the number of beatings in in April increased by nine point six lashes with a stick, and in May only nine point three. So wonderful, <laughs> I guess. Barbaric. <laughs> Yeah. Presuming we must be beaten with sticks. Exactly. Obviously, yeah. Or that this rate of beatings is tolerable in any way. Uh, having said only seconds ago, I enjoyed not talking and thinking about politics nearly as much as usual. Uh, Joe Biden, Joseph R. Biden Jr., has an editorial in the Wall Street Journal today, How I'm Fighting Inflation. And it is a document of remarkable dishonesty. I hmm. mean, it is... It's. Bullass by Biden's standards. It 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 doubles down on claims that the Washington Post gave three Pinocchios. It just continues to assert them, which gets us back to my theme for the day: the incredible dumbness of the modern world. They figure it's still good politics, still sounds good, it still polls well. I'll bet. So they didn't uh, think that uh, the way we should handle it is come out and say, "Look, there's very little a president can do about inflation." So uh, sorry about that. Yeah, we're just trying to uh, somehow minimize the damage at the midterms. So, yes, one of the great liberal newspapers in America called out this claim is just a pile of steaming horse crap. But we're going to continue to uh, make the claim nonetheless. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I did a little run around, as a lot of people did over more. Everything costs more. Everything costs noticeably more. You sit down at one of your brass and glass times restaurant type restaurants, and it costs what it used to cost to go to a really fancy restaurant. Yes. You go to the fast food place, it costs what a mid-tier restaurant used to cost. I mean, that's just, that's just the way it is now. And then, of course, gas is gas. Uh, how does mailbag look? 
Gas is gas. Uh, mailbag is fine. It's good. I have tales of the holiday weekend. Judy and I uh, traveled to visit our, our kid and, and did some really good Memorial Day stuff as well. Awesome. Fabulous. I did yeah. not eat a hot dog nor a hamburger, I don't think. Oh, I ate more hot dogs than I've eaten in many a moon. I intended to, but oh. something fell through the cracks, and our dog ate all the hot dog buns, and that set me back. Oh, that, set me, that, that set me back. Anyway, we've got much more on the way. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The domestic news flow has definitely pushed Ukraine off the map for a while. Well, Russia's trying to push Ukraine actually off the map, but uh, push off to the news map. Uh, uh, Got some of the latest on that coming up. Man, if what was on state TV over the weekend in Russia was on purpose, that's a bad sign. Well, and are we sending long-range missiles or are we not? That got all muddled up over the weekend and... Biden seemed to say no, uh, in spite of a number of reports that claimed otherwise. So we'll get to that. And Johnny Depp plays a concert and gets a standing ovation as the world comes to rally behind the obviously great guy, Johnny Depp. Well, then, that's just gorgeous. I don't I don't know if I have this in me today. I mean, maybe you, me, need, maybe you need, what do they call that? We have on our guys a spirit day or maybe you need exactly. to take a spirit day. What, what was that? Was it a folks? We're going to get a little, uh, little eggheaded here for a second. Was it a John Barth novel that had the re mobilization clinics or yes. re motivation yes. clinics yes. for people who just lost all hope? <laughs> And, and and you know what? I ought to explain why. And uh, and it has to do with the freedom-loving quote of the day. There you go. And we may get the mailbag. We may not. Uh, I have a couple of freedom-loving quotes of the day. Uh, the first from, and this is, uh, this is a great account. I'd never heard this before. Uh, Lieutenant General Lucian Truscott, Jr. had led the U.S. Sixth Corps through some of the heaviest fighting in Italy and now commanded the 5th Army, he gave a speech on Memorial Day. This is in 1945. And uh, there's no transcript available, but some of the newspaper accounts and then witness accounts, including by from Bill Malden, the, the well-known World War II cartoonist with Willie and Joe, he was there and he relayed a lot of it. But he, uh, the, the general gave a speech in which he pointed out that all over the world our soldiers sleep beneath the crosses. It is a challenge to us, all allied nations, to ensure that they do not and have not died in vain. Um, and then he turned his back to the VIPs and the spectators and faced the crosses and gravestones of the men. Um, in what Malden said was one of the most moving gestures I ever saw, and it came from a hard-boiled old man who was incapable of planned dramatics. The general's remarks were brief and extemporaneous. He apologized to the dead men for their presence there. He said, everybody tells leaders it's not their fault that men get killed in war, but that every leader knows in his heart that is not altogether true. He said he hoped anybody here through any mistake of his would forgive him, but he realized that that was asking a hell of a lot under the circumstances. He would not speak about the glorious dead because he didn't see much glory in getting killed if you were in your late teens or early 20s. Mm. 
And he promised that if in the future he ran into anybody, especially old men, who thought death in battle was glorious, he would straighten them out. He said, that's the least I can do. Anyway, so I'd like to add to that. Um, one of the things we did this weekend in the D.C. area was we uh, toured the battlefield at, Molas- at Manassas, which was the sign of, uh, I'm sorry, was the scene of two battles, first and second Manassas, Manassas in which 4,000 or so uh, Americans died. And uh, at the end of the tour and the presentation, the theme of the tour was the costs of war. Um, and it was uh, frank and grisly as any student of the Civil War would expect it to be. And at the end of it, the, the tour guide, the ranger fella, uh, we stopped at the uh, the simple but beautiful memorial there, which was erected at the time, uh, at the end of the Civil War, unlike so many beautiful, wonderful marble monuments that were erected 30, 40 years later during uh, reunions and that sort of thing. This was, I think it was in 1865. It was just after President Lincoln was assassinated. Uh, The soldiers themselves put up this monument in memory of those who fought and died here. And uh, and the guy, uh, he summarized, and I'll see if I can choke my way through this, uh, he talked about the the monuments to to Lincoln and Grant's tomb being so frequently visited in the books about them all and the great generals. There's a Stonewall Jackson on a horse right there, hmm. and and he talked about the great generals and he said, you know, where are the memorials for the for the young men who died here, who were dismembered, who died terribly, who fought bravely for their country because they believed in it. Um, where are the books about them? What can we do for them? We can remember them. And and he pointed out that you people could be anywhere in the world today, and you're here. And um, and he thought that was a really good thing. So anyway, um, having spent the weekend with our, our sweet daughter and, and seeing her new life and hanging out with her friends and then doing that and thinking about those things all weekend long to come back to the idiocy of modern politics is just it's sickening to me i'm sure i'll be able to choke it down eventually and get back to it i do it for a living uh but it just seems so dopey oh did you i I know you saw this i don't know if you got a chance to read it i finally did uh jonathan heights piece that ran in the atlantic it came out like last month um, and I'd kept it around for the longest time, but I hadn't do- uh, dove into it. I haven't dived into it. I hadn't dived into it uh, because it's so long. But it's entitled Why the Past Ten Years of American Life Have Been So Uniquely Stupid. And it is absolutely brilliant. I'm in the process of editing it so I can bring it to y'all. Mm. Um, but mm. it has to do with uh, social media and Twitter and the rest of it, where at the right end of the political spectrum, we're throwing most of our darts at each other. And on the left end, it's the same if anybody dares, like, reach across or try to make an argument with a generous or open-hearted one. We attack the crap out of each other on each end of the political spectrum to ensure that everybody's hardcore and vicious all the time. Yeah. And uh, just, uh With the point, it is actually worse than it has been for a while. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, we got more on everything coming up. If you miss an hour, grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty, On Demand. And Getty. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Shut up to this Burger King on Noblestown Road, and there is nobody in here. Nobody in here. Went to the drive-thru, nothing. Anybody here? Hello? That was a Burger King in, uh, where was that, Michael? Uh, What state was that in? Not that it matters very much. Uh, Pennsylvania. The few employees that they had just decided they didn't want to work there anymore and quit. Left. It was just empty in the middle of the day. Which reminds me, I came across a Wall Street Journal piece, which we can talk about later, saying that everybody was excited about this being a very normal summer post-COVID, or at least, you know, post the bulk of COVID, um, with the, you know, swimming pools and summer camps and beach clubs and the rest of it. And a lot of them are going to be closed at least uh, part of the time, um, if those that are open, because they can't find anybody to work there. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. You'd say that I, I, I did a tiny bit of running around over the last four days and uh, the, but the time that i did everything looked very normal covid wise but the there aren't enough employees thing is omnipresent i don't know how long that's gonna last uh, we got a number of things to talk about today maybe my least favorite topic there are very few news stories that have the ability to rattle me at this point of being a bitter hardened journalist of the news Mm. Uh, but this story of the police watching and standing by as the shooters murdering children and uh, holding back parents who want to do something about it is just, it gets me so freaking riled up, I could barely read it. It took me days before I could even start reading about it when I started seeing the headlines. We'll talk more about that maybe an hour or two of the show. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I, you know, not to get overly uh, into it, but it's a diseased society that do- does not have men in uniform who are willing to do what obviously needs to be done. And like then it, they cover it up, which is oh, even yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. On a, li- a lighter note, because everything's a lighter note, 
A woman who is sexually attracted to planes wants to marry a Boeing. Stay with us. Okay. Sexually attracted to planes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And these days, we're not supposed to say somebody like that is just freaking Fruit Loops. No, we're supposed to honor it. She's a, I can't remember, objectosexual or something like that. No, she's not. She's a friggin' nut. Does she moan out Orville and Wilbur when she's at the moment of heightened pleasure? I certainly hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Pretends a 737 is a 747 just to bolster its ego. Exactly. Oh, boy, I probably shouldn't go any further down that road. So if you're not a a warrior, if you will, a crusader with us against this uh, insanity and ugliness of diversity, equity, and inclusion, no, folks, that's not a good thing. That's an incredibly evil thing. Listen to this, would you? And this is from the local news outlet um, in uh, West Cook County, Illinois, which is the, the very large county that Chicago is in. Uh, my wife grew up in the first town inside Cook County, and I grew up two towns outside of Cook County. So that's where we grew up. Oak Park in River Forest you, High School. And then you yes. met at the Civil War reenactment? I don't remember how the story goes. Oh, no, no, there, it's kind of a long story, but no. Uh, Oak Park and River Forest High School administrators will require teachers next school year uh, those are giant high schools, by the way, thousands of kids. Uh, they will require teachers next year to adjust their classroom grades to scales to account, their grading scales to account for the skin color or ethnicity of their students. The headline is uh, this district to implement race-based grading system next year. School board members discussed the plan called Transformative Education Professional Development and Grading in an effort to equalize test scores among racial groups. OPRF, that's the district, will order its teachers to exclude from their grading assessments variables it says disproportionately hurt the grades of black students. They can no longer be docked for missing classes, misbehaving in school, or failing to turn in their assignments, according to the plan. Traditional grading practices perpetuate inequities and intensify the opportunity gap, reads a slide in the PowerPoint deck outlining the rationale and goals. Uh, Jack, if you'd like to jump in, feel free, or I can continue. I mean, well, it's, it's already bizarre and obscene. It's certainly uh, a, a perfect example of uh, Goodhart's law, that idea that when a measure becomes a goal, it becomes useless. So the, the measure was graduation among and then breaking it down by race. And now the goal is to make it equal. So you throw out <laughs> anything that would make the measure worthwhile. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and indeed, you will just pervert the grades by race to make sure you have the same result for everybody. This is your diversity, equity, and inclusion, everybody. It calls for what OPRF leaders described as competency-based grading, eliminating zeros from the gradebook, encouraging and rewarding growth over time. Teachers are being instructed how to measure student growth while keeping the school leader's political ideology in mind. This is a quote Teachers and administrators at OPRFHS will continue the process necessary to make grading improvements that reflect our core beliefs. The plan states promising to consistently integrate equitable assessment and grading practices into all academic and elective courses by uh, fall of next year. They mention the uh, failure rates. Oh, they, according to the Illinois State Board of Education, 38% of OPRF sophomore students taking the scholastic aptitude test failed 38%. 
the failure rate was 77 for black students, 77%, oh 49% for Hispanics, 27% for Asians, and 25% for whites. Three-quarter failure rate yes. for the first group. That's rough. So what we do about that is change their grades. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. The scholastic aptitude test is, is uh, apart from grades. It's a measure of aptitude. So this diversity, equity, and inclusion cult, oh, and they've added J for justice, by the way, uh, yet one more word they mean the opposite of. Uh, this cult has said, well, because we can't do anything or, or don't want to do anything about the actual aptitude of these children, we will instead alter their grades. Advocates for so-called equity-based grading practices, which seek to raise the grade point averages of black students and lower scores of higher-achieving Asian, white, and Hispanic ones, say new grading criteria are necessary to further school districts' missions of DEIJ, diversity, equity, inclusion, and justice. Quote, by training teachers to remove the non-academic factors from their grading practices and recognize when personal biases manifest, districts can proactively signal a clear commitment toward DEIJ. So, in other words, and, and uh, by the way, you know, I, I hate to even cue y'all because, honestly, if you can tie your own shoes and, and cleanse yourself after pooping, wow, uh, you're more than smart enough to be way ahead of me, but... Where do you think this leads? There is no longer any repercussion to turning in or not turning in assignments, doing work on time, or even student behavior, even showing up. There's no negative repercussion if you violate any of those norms. Now, what do you think the classroom's going to look like, everybody? I'll give you three-tenths of a second to think about it. Ah, you got it. Congratulations. Utter, ugly chaos in which these minority kids don't learn a damned thing. I mean, it takes the old expression, the soft bigotry of low expectations, and just pumps it full of steroids and and, and, and pokes it with a stick, sending it careening across the landscape like the, the Hulk to just destroy any chance these kids have of a, a good life. It's unbelievable. And this is the activist, diversity, equity, inclusion, justice crowd doing this. I've been trying really hard lately to uh, look at both sides of things or try to understand the, the, the other argument in the way that they say in, uh, you know, in debate, you need to be able to state the other person's case to their, to their satisfaction. Satis- right, yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the other person's case to their satisfaction? Is it, is, is it just as simple as, well, we need to get the grades equal? With the follow-up question of being well, but the 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 education part is actually improving. Yeah. So how well, are these people supposed to go out into the world and and survive? Well, okay. Here here's an example. I'm going to try to state their case for them. Uh, the this report uh, that they mention um, uh, quotes a science teacher in Santa Clara, California, of all places who has stopped giving zeros and deducting points for late work, as well as allowing students to unlimited retakes for quizzes and tests. The idea being, we're going to just, if the kids learn it eventually, ever, on the last day of class, we're not going to ding their grades. Because handing things in on time is, is white supremacy. And we can't uh, we can't grade kids based on white supremacy standards. And I'm trying to be fair here. 
Um, so that we've got to make it much more flexible because that's more of the black culture. As long as they learn it, what do we care? You know, my response to that would be, well, they're not going to learn it because y'all have shown that you're not willing to give bad grades where they're deserved. And secondly, and, and they would say, well, secondly, getting stuff done on time is how life works, all of life. They would say, oh, that's that's white supremacy life. In it, that's only because white culture is the dominant culture and oppresses everybody. The idea of turning things in on time, getting your work done on time, uh, fulfilling a client's order in time for them to have it on the shelves for the big holiday weekend. That's white supremacy. I, I think that's Looney Tunes. But I think that's what they would say. Hmm. You know, I don't mind the idea of you give a kid a second chance on a quiz. Uh, you know, they thought they were ready, but they're not. You know, it depends on the age of the kids, depends on the class. Um, yeah, in general, uh, yeah, because then you uh, you have a chance to uh, study it up correctly this time. If you don't, well, then that's 100% on you. Yeah, yeah. But if if at the end of this process, however you describe it, however you want to run it, if at the end of this process the kids don't know what they're supposed to know, not only have you not done them a favor, you've caused devastating harm. And I would also point out, black children of the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, in many of them, did just great. Achieved wonderful things. They're all around us. The idea that because of your race you can't achieve, that's, that's racism. It's bigotry. So my eye is drawn to a yet another coffee study. I see the headline, People Who Drink Coffee Daily Live Longer. Also makes me less murdery. That's one of my favorite uh, coffee t-shirts. Coffee makes me less murdery. <laughs> I know the, the, the rest of us are grateful for that. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm loving that the coffee today. That is a great today. t-shirt. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, what was on Russian state TV over the weekend? Ah, is that an indication of what they're actually believing there now? Because that's, that's rough. There are reports out today that Russia's getting the upper hand in Donbass and making some progress. So that's, that's not good news. And a bunch of other things to talk about. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It doesn't look good for the Ukrainian forces because I can tell you there's a lot of fierce fighting taking place around the city of Severodonetsk. If the Russians take control of it, as looks likely at the moment, that would mean a big political win for them because it means they've got you know full control over that Luhansk region, which is a significant step towards taking control of the whole Donbass region. Yeah, some uh, bad news for the uh, battle in Ukraine if you're on the side of the Ukrainians. And if you aren't, please stop listening. Um, uh, President Zelensky's biggest concern is that the world loses interest in this. It certainly didn't help that we had, you know, this horrible tragedy in Texas and all the fallout from that and all the discussion because Ukraine definitely on the back burner now for a full week. And uh, that doesn't help them any. Uh, More on that in just a second. More on that in just a second. So Elon Musk says something very strange is happening to his Twitter feed and thinks that somehow they are uh, (laughs) messing with his Twitter feed. Do you take that as yet another wiggling to try to get out of buying the thing? Uh, Not necessarily. I'll bet he's right. Hmm. Also, I watched a, a video with Elon Musk over the weekend. I don't remember where he was speaking. I think he was sitting with Jack Ma. At some forum speaking, and Elon Musk and Jack Jack Ma actually, in a discussion about humans and uh, what's the biggest threat to humanity, and they got into climate change and a number of different things and uh, political unrest. Um, Depopulation, Elon Musk says, is the biggest threat to human beings. Depopulation. Hmm. And got into all of the birthing statistics around the world. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. And, you know, he got into the, you know, we've, we've been below replacement level in the United States for a long time now. And uh, you, you can't just keep using immigration as a lot of the countries where immigration is coming from. Their birth rates are dropping. And the sure. spiral that happens to where you, you, you have way fewer people like in two generations. I mean, like way fewer people. It's, wow. it's really quite amazing. Maybe we'll talk about that more later. Going to have to plow cities under and just uh, turn them into parks again. Who's okay. gonna Who's gonna do that? There won't be any people. <laughs> no. Whoops. Um. So on uh, Russian state TV, and we've played clips from this show ever since the war started, and it it looks just like a CNN or Fox set with all the lights and the colors and the 
the the the, the in the round and everything like that, and stand on a stage, and you got the people dressed just like they're on CNN or Fox, and they got the headpieces, and it's it's a, it really looks like an American news television show, and they're having a conversation. This this host, this woman that we've played before, and a couple of the guests, and she said, and again, we assume that most of the stuff on these TV shows is okay by the government, or it wouldn't be on. Now you did have that. Uh, military guy a couple of weeks ago saying, hey, we're all being lied to. This is a disaster. And he got to speak for like four minutes, and nobody's exactly sure what was going on there. Well, over the weekend, this uh, woman host said, perhaps the time has come to admit, and all these guys are nodding along, all the uh, pundits are nodding along, she said that, perhaps the time has come to admit that Russia's special operation in Ukraine has finished in the sense that a genuine war has begun, and it is World War III. We're forced to demilitarize not just Ukraine, but all of NATO. And they're all nodding their heads in agreement. What? And I thought, is that now the official government view or what they're pitching to the American people? Or the way Putin is going to try to look at it? That the whole Ukraine's full of Nazis thing, that's over. We finished that, but now we are at war with NATO. You're going to demilitarize NATO? What does that even mean? Yeah, one of the Twitter responses was, you and whose army? Which is kind of funny. <laughs> you know um, what? Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> uh, but that's, that's obviously a fairly scary talk out of their state television that it is World War Three and Russia is at war with NATO. Yeah, see, I, I just don't know. Is that like a, a serious news show or is that more like, you know, I don't know, one of your opinion shows, man? Well, uh, it's a, it, but the, the, the theory is that you don't get to state opinions that are damaging to the government. Yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah, oh yeah, I, I get that. I'm just thinking the, the government, they know at the TV show, they know they can get away with over the top, yay, Russia stuff. Uh, even if it's like crazy for, it's throwing red meat. To the Russian red meat crowd. So I guess what I'm asking is that is that their NBC News or is that their Joy Reid? So uh, Johnny Depp finished uh, some uh, testifying last week. Hopped on a plane, went over to England, Royal Albert Hall, and played a concert. And uh, he's on stage with Jeff Beck and other legends of rock, and doing some songs and everything like that, and got a lot of cheers and got a standing ovation. So that's how damaged Johnny Depp appears to be by the testimony of his drunken, crazy behavior. Well, it's got to be what you were talking about last week, that you know we want our crazy rock stars and actors to, to live out this, uh, this image. You know, dangerous, uh, half off the rails, you know. We can't, partying. so we like that somebody can. Is that it? Yeah, something like that. I gotta that, be I responsible. Guess. I'm a dad. I got a job. It'd be kind of fun to just do whatever the hell you want. And so we kind of cheer somebody who does. Nah. Gotta be it's something. It's not like that, that fun. It's not that much fun. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> really? <laughs> Debauchery looks fun, but it's just not that much fun. It has its moments. It does have its moments. And then it has its moments of on the downside that are long and powerful. It was Enormous so cost. bizarre and so grotesque. <laughs> I'll never not laugh at that. I know. It's so funny. <laughs> the lighter side of marital bed pooping. Oh, boy. <sighs> Fecal matter. Right. We know. We have to get into the story that we talked about last week of the response of the cops there at the school while an active shooter is inside murdering children. We have to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that, but it needs to be talked about. 
our relationship with the government and all kinds of different angles that fall out from that. As we kick off hour two of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.